Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Good evening, everyone. Feels weird to say that on this podcast. Good evening. My name is Max McGuire. This is the first Conservative Daily Podcast episode in the evening, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Yeah, so it's actually very interesting. Joe should be here shortly. Um, He's just um, out of the studio at this moment. Want to make sure we went live for you because I know people are waiting. We're, we're, we're starting this new this new schedule. Instead of going two hours in the middle of the day, we're doing a morning show um, at about 11 a.m. Right, yeah, 11 a.m. Eastern and then 7 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, I, I have to give it an Eastern because that's where most of our viewers are. But uh, I don't live in the Eastern time zone, so it's a little confusing doing that math on the fly. Um, but we're already seeing today one of the big advantages of going live, going off the air, and then coming back live because while we were off the air, this news about Anthony Fauci and all of the 900 pages of documents that were foiled, that broke. So we're going to talk about that in the second half of the, of the show today, just what's in those documents and just why they're so very damning for Anthony Fauci, Tony Fauci. Tony, that's how we would talk to him among, fr- among friends. That wouldn't have been possible. We wouldn't have been able to bring you this today if we had gone live midday because there wouldn't have been enough time to read those 900 pages. But we did that. Or I, I did that in the in the intervening hours so uh yeah so already a good bonus but for the first half an hour we're going to be talking to a special guest he is an employee of disney he's a cast member that's how they refer to them as cast members and uh disney is trying to force him to take the vaccine so we we welcome nick caterano to the show nick welcome thank you max thanks for having having me on so Disney, obviously big, major, mega company. Um, you work at Disney World because um, I, I know that they're not yet forcing it in Disneyland in California. Well, how about this? We give our guests a little like 30 to 60 seconds to introduce themselves, explain what's going on, why they're here. Um, so why don't you go ahead, explain your explain your story, how long you've been working for Disney and what they're trying to make you do. I've been working for Disney 16 years. I've really enjoyed my job. It's it's it's. You know, everybody's happy most of the time and you meet people from all over the world and you get a chance to make magic and help lift people's spirits. So it's, it's been a it's been a really wonderful career there. Um, I've enjoyed it um, with these mandates. Of course, during all COVID, we've watched all these crazy things and anybody who's been paying attention and looking at all the data that comes out from the time that the vaccine came out. Um, I'm a simple guy. I just said, you know what, I'll, I'll just wait and see how this works out. Give it a couple of years. And I'll think about it. Um, I thought that was reasonable, um, but you know, it wasn't long before people started really getting aggressive with you. And, and it was almost like a religious, I call it fanaticism. You know, it, it just felt like well-meaning people thought uh, if you don't do this thing, you're going to die. Um, yeah. And, and with the mandates coming down, it, it was really sobering to th- even think about it because I know, you know, I have a sincerely held religious belief about not putting this stuff in my body. Um, and I was just gonna walk away. But it just so happens my wife got COVID the next day, and then I got COVID a few days later. 
Um, so we had time to really dig into the data, look at early treatments, really reevaluate the whole COVID thing. And as I really dug in and started looking at things, it was really ugly to see what the real data was showing and what the narrative was. And I realized this is a lot worse than I thought. Um, and it really woke us up. Um, and then little by little, people started that confided in me at work, know that I'm outspoken, started telling me how scared they are. And, you know, older, older cast members that, you know, they're not going to be able to go out and get a job anywhere where they're making the kind of money they're making right now. And um, there's some of them are the, the only providers for the house. I had spouses call me, families calling me. People are really worried and people are scared to speak up. Um, so being a Christian and 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 coming to the realization of, of how bad this really is and how dark it is uh with them suppressing the truth about early treatments and bumping up the numbers literally letting people die in the hospitals i just felt i had to stand up and try to say something and just see where it went um and, and here we are i think it's um it's not funny um I, first of all is your wife okay did she recover we took ivermectin uh we, we took oh, ivermectin took the horse pace and, and and I got a follow-up story on that, but we took ivermectin two hours after we took it. We felt our chest releasing. My wife's cough started to subside. In two days, we were fine. You know, we added steroids and antibiotics to it, erythromycin. Uh, um, but we took the ivermectin by itself, and it, it it did the trick. I became a believer. It, and and now you're seeing it with Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan yeah. Yeah, vaccinated. Yeah. And then everybody piled on on him, right? And and you had the hit jobs yeah. with the Rolling Stones and how terrible ivermectin was. And they and they found out that that was all garbage. Oscar De La Hoya, fully vaccinated, healthy guy, getting ready to go back in the ring. Yeah. And he's 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 he seems like he's pretty pissed. I'm vaccinated yeah. and look at me and Joe yeah. Rogan. And still, people are arguing ivermectin. I had arguments today yeah. with friends about how terrible like ivermectin. They wanted it to, it's They wanted it to not work. Like it's these people would have wished they, they that wanted, you didn't recover. Right? I wanted the vaccine to work, right? I was hoping, yeah. hey, if the, I, I want a vaccine that's safe, that works, I'd be happy. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And, change, and, and trying to wish it is not going to make it happen. So if something is working, why would you not let everybody know about it? Why wouldn't you want to yeah. give it to your loved ones? I, I, that I don't, that's the hardest part to understand is people to, to hold on to a narrative will let people die. And that's yeah. insane. It's, it's just insanity. So one of the commenters on DLive, because we're on a bunch of different platforms, are asking, did you get a prescription or did you get the pet shop version of ivermectin? I got a prescription. Okay. I got a prescription. So no horse pace. <laughs> no horse pace. But, you know, you know, even even I've had some people recently make that argument and laughing when they had that bunk story about people were overdosing yeah. in Oklahoma. That's now disproven. So even yeah, well, that's why I make fun me, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I, I told him yeah. I took ivermectin right away, he said people are overdosing. You took the horse, and I and I said, if even if the story was true, if doctors would not be scared for their careers or the protocols and the CDC weren't suppressing the truth, people wouldn't be so desperate that we're they're running to horse feed stores to get ivermectin, yeah. because yeah. there's so much information out there. The stuff works on a daily basis. Yeah. There was a study, uh, Robert Moore, Malone, uh, the, mm -hmm. the RNA doctor, yeah. he released a study in, in Peru that when they brought the ivermectin in, it dropped the, the, uh, the death rates 14 times. The new administration yeah. came in and took ivermectin up, out and it lifted the death rates 13 times. How much information do people need? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you got it. 
um, because if you had waited a couple of weeks and, or, or if you'd waited, if you had yeah, gotten COVID yeah. now, most major pharmacies aren't filling ivermectin anymore, yeah. like CVS, Walgreens. Yeah. They're not filling it because they just, I guess they don't want people to get what the doctors prescribe them. It's interesting, ironic, almost a little funny in a weird little way that you decided to fight against the vaccine mandate while you had COVID. I mean, that, that that's obviously you have tons of downtime so you can do the reading, right? But it just seems so interesting that you're going up against this mega company right now, right? And you're, you've made the decision not to just walk away and to actually fight for this. And you just had COVID. So, I mean, there are still the, the science isn't, isn't settled on whether people who have just had the disease should be vaccinated. Some people even say you should wait or, or that you don't even need there's it. Like, right. There's, there's, um, there's like, 50, there's like 15 studies that just came out that said, um, natural immunity is 13 to 27 times. Yeah. I mean, the studies are out there. Um, and, and a lot of them are starting to say that it's a lifetime. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and an interesting thing about we had COVID and I, I decided to fight. Watching my wife was so scared, right? She, you know, family members were calling us saying you should have gotten the vaccine. The fear was real when we didn't know how bad it was going to get. And, and seeing that fear in her gave me extra conviction because once we took the ivermectin, we both looked at each other and go, wow, that wasn't bad. You know, this is, this is really solvable. Why aren't they letting this, why aren't they letting this information out there? Um, and then, and now, and, and just the fact that natural vax, you know, natural immunity is so discounted. It, it doesn't, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. You know, the it CDC's. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say you've taken away whether you've thought about this or not, you've taken away their biggest weapon, which is the fear mongering, which is that if you don't take this, you will die. If you don't yeah. take this, you will die. You just had COVID. How, uh, sorry, I, I, I don't know if I caught it. How recently did you have COVID? Less than a month ago. Oh, so I mean, you are, I mean, even, even the studies that say the, the uh, antibodies wane, you're not even in that. Like you, you, you're good no, to go. No. You can go out, you can go yeah. out and be kissing babies right now. <laughs> um, right, right. But th you've gotten rid of, you have taken that play out of their playbook. They can't come to you and say, you're going to die if you don't get this. And they can't they come to you and say, you're going to kill other people. It almost feels like a godsend. You know, I kept wondering, I, I believe all things happen for a reason, uh, you know, Romans 8, 28. And it's almost like a godsend that we got the COVID one because there's no pressure to take a vaccine. We, we know we have natural immunity, but two, we got to witness firsthand how this whole process worked. And, you know, did I, did I explain when I went to the emergency room Did I talk to you about that yet? No, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I have a heart condition that they're trying to work on a pre-existing condition. We're trying to figure it out. My heart rate when COVID was coming on, on a Tuesday, exploded to like 150 beats per minute. Uh, for like yeah. six, seven hours, a family member in medicine said, you better get to the emergency room just out of precaution. I got there. The full fever came on the aches, the chills. I had COVID. They, they gave me a COVID test. It was positive. Seven hours later, I finally got into the emergency room. The doctor came out. Nice guy. He, he, he said, you got COVID. He asked me about my, my preexisting conditions and he got pretty somber and he said, you're in for a rough 10 days. And I said, well, what can I do? He says, nothing. We got nothing for you. Go home and take Tylenol. When you go into crisis, watch your oxygen, you go into crisis, come back. So having that experience, having family and medicine all my life, I've never heard of anybody who would be 103 fever, a flu, 
go to a doctor, go to an emergency room, and they send you home with Tylenol. They would give you a Z pack yeah. at least. And here we are a year and a half, two years into this, and they don't know to give us something. It just doesn't yeah. seem, it just doesn't seem rational. It just seems, it, it seems what it seems. If you, there's, there's a video, uh, the history of ivermectin, when you watch it, you realize they're literally knowingly people at the top are killing people. It's, it's mass murder. Yeah. I hate, there's, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, there, there really isn't. So our, my co-host Joe is now in the studio. So we're going to welcome him on the show, Joe Altman. Uh, if we can go to the three screen view, hey, Joe, Nick, we're talking with Joe, Nick. Welcome to, Joe, welcome to your show. W welcome to my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, a cast member at Disney who just got COVID and is now fighting back um, to against Disney's requirement that they vaccinate. Nick, I asked you pre-show, your union, correct? Yes. So, and, and you told me you don't know what the union, because the Disney World Union caved. The Disneyland Union has not caved yet, and they're still they're still holding out for something. Well, I think why the, would a union sorry well why would a union agree to change the terms of employment that just seems like it's the whole purpose of collective bargaining that you go to the table you get your contract you get your your payment and then if they want to change it that you have to get something in return uh, i wasn't going to bring bring it up but the the position is disney has a right to it's the company has a right to do what it feels is right in this area i think you know, to, to add benefit of the doubt and why I want to reason with Disney and not so much think I'm taking Disney head on, the pressure is real. It's everywhere out there. So like, what would their position be? If they don't mandate the vaccine, how's that going to work out? If they do mandate. So my, my attack is the narrative. I'm attacking the narrative because the, the, the empirical data and the facts just don't bear up under the, the, the realities that would allow a mandate to happen in any way, shape or form in any reality like this. So I'm, I'm going after the narrative and I'm hoping to reason because I got to imagine there's people in Disney, people in the union that think this doesn't make any sense. But, the, you know, a lot of most people are just scared. Most people are scared and nobody wants to step out. I, I have all these cast members reaching out to me right now. I've posted stuff on Facebook. I'm trying to get it out there. It's being blocked from a lot of places and they're scared to even acknowledge it but they'll they'll privately message me they'll privately call me they they, they want somebody to fight but everybody the, the fear is paralyzing and that goes back to the early treatments right if we were doing early treatments the numbers wouldn't be so high the death rates wouldn't be so high and that's the, the game plan right they're, they're lifting these fear the, these death rates the only thing you could do is the vaccine and they're scaring the heck out of people and uh so my my nick my my, my focus is, is is this the narrative why do you think that they're trying so hard to push a vaccine on people? Why are they just not accepting that the people that will take it will take it, the people that won't take it won't take it? Why push so hard on something that is just a virus? And why do you think they're pushing so hard against ivermectin? Because ivermectin saved me. When you said ivermectin made it better for you, I was under 70% oxygen level. The doctor had to come to my house and give me an IV bag. I, I got uh, HCQ, you know, hydroxychloroquine. I got a Z-Pack. I took that. I was good for a little bit, and then I crashed. And I fell, again, right below 70%. And then I got ivermectin, and within 12 hours, I was fine. I was great. 
Why are, why are they taking I, something that they know works? And, and this is a rhetorical question to some sort, to, to some degree. But why do you think they're taking something that works and saying, we're going to fight so hard against this while pushing a vaccine that is actually killing people and another drug that costs $3,200 to administer, remdesivir, that has a 50% fatality rate? I was just telling Max a minute ago, I watched the, uh, I think it's on Rumble, the history of ivermectin. Yeah. And intuitively, I started seeing all these these pieces come together. But when I watch that video, it's clear there's a lot of money to be made, but there's there's some kind of there's another agenda. I mean, we could all speculate, but it's it's definitely a power trip. Right. I, I think this is the the beginnings of a lot more. Right. To get everybody, you know, you have to have your vaccine card. Well, people are, are forging those. So that's not going to work. So you're going to put you on a digital one. And then I've been watching for a while now in China, the social credit system. Right. Yeah. And and I think to the people, I, I think it comes down to if you don't believe there is a God or you hate God, you're only left with the choice to be God. If you're right. in a position where you've made a lot of money and you've had a lot of control, you think it's your job to be God. And I think this is, the, you know, for the greater good, we're going to bring all this under under control. And this is, you know, the means justifies the end. I don't know. But it's mass murder is, is what I clearly see. And, and it's infuriating. And it's so baffling to see with all this data, with all this information, people, when you give it to them in the face, they just hold on to the lie and, 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 yeah. and they don't they, they just don't release. So this is just coming down now. I want to put this up. You put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is news just today. A Texas man has died after a court ordered that the hospital put up my screen, please. The court ordered that the hospital give him ivermectin as prescribed by his doctor. The hospital refused and he died. Um, and even after, even after the court ordered them to give it to him, the hospital still refused and he died. And the quote coming from them is the following. Um, it is important to note that physicians uh, diagnose and treat patient, patients consistent with the best medical practices. The FDA has not authorized or approved ivermectin for the treatment or prevention of COVID-19. Data currently available does not demonstrate that ivermectin is safe or effective against COVID-19 infection. So the doctor prescribed it and they wouldn't give it to him. That is an absolute lie. That is an absolute lie. Absolute lie. Pierre, excuse me, Pierce, Dr. Corey. Love him. Love Corey. He's uh, amazing. He testified. He he testified at Congress, and the and and YouTube took it down. They took down the video of him saying this is a miracle drug. This is a doctor that stood there and said, "Listen, what are we doing? It has nearly a hundred percent effectiveness in treating COVID, and we're not giving it to people. You're murdering people right now." And they murdered this man. They murdered this man. Here's my problem. I'm, I'm even more upset about this than I would be almost anything else. What is the outcome of giving him ivermectin? What is the damage so that could be done to this man? What's the it's damage so that could be done? What's that, Nick? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Yeah, I, yeah no, no, I, I, Joe, I feel the same way. It's, it's so safe. It's been on the WHO's list of safe drugs. I mean, what's it going to do? They're acting like they're asking for cyanide. You know, just give us a little cyanide. Yeah. They'll give you chemo, which is pretty deadly. Yeah. But you can't, you can't try some ivermectin and you're, you're on your way. Yeah. You're dying. You're dying. You're dying. You're dying and they won't give you yeah. ivermectin. What does that tell you about our, it's genocide. I mean, big, strong word, big, strong word.
I, I didn't want to see it that way. I, I, I started this whole thing of fighting the mandates as a, a, a hopefully reasoning with people, um, thinking, you know, difference of opinions, maybe everybody's not got, but when you're looking deep at this and you're looking at stories like this breaking, when you see Oscar De La Hoya fully vaccinated, super sick, and you're seeing Joe Rogan get better so fast, and yet people, even then, I mean, what do you got to lose? There's nothing to lose trying ivermectin. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it, it's it's evil. It's really evil. It's just dark. Um, it's amazing what and, happens in just a couple months with President Trump. You had right to try. People who were dying had the right to try experimental things that were not approved by the FDA. Wait. Um, they, they could do it. But now under Biden with this, they don't care about right to try anymore. I mean, right to try still exists, but the but the the message behind right to try, the meaning of these people are dying, we should throw the kitchen sink at them, hang the consequences, let's do whatever we can to save the people. No, they're 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 hiding behind the bureaucracy of what hasn't been approved yet. It's it, it's pretty amazing. Commission, so you know, you know, a poll. Cap- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Just, you're you're the guest. I, you tell me when to talk. Sorry. <laughs> I invited you back on your show, right? <laughs> hey, I appreciate, uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my, in Polk County, Florida, the commissioners there want to bring back right to try, and they want to, they want to send this to, to Governor DeSantis to make it available, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, to the citizens of Polk County. But they're board members on the commission that are fighting against it. And they bring down all these expert doctors on how bad ivermectin is. And it's unbelievable. Um, and the organization I'm working with that, that helped me is helping me in the CCDF, uh, County Citizens Defending Freedom. We're out there today trying to make the case. And it's just amazing on, on these commissioners that are holding out for the right to try. Well, I can tell you right now that this man, and I'm going to say his name, who, by the way, is a veteran. He didn't have to die. He didn't have to die. He's the George Floyd of America that we should be talking about. Because a court of law, a court of law came out and said, you must give him ivermectin. A court of law. And the, and the hospital refused a court order, and that man died. And he died. This is an American that served his country. There was nothing to be gained by not giving him ivermectin other than maybe saving his life. This is the George Floyd of America. The man served his country, goes to the hospital for care to save his life, and yet they murdered him and took away care that could have potentially saved his life. They took it away from him, and they violated a court order to do it. They murdered him. They need to charge the doctor with murder. They need to charge the hospital with murder, and the family needs to go after him. And we as people need to stand up all over the country for what they did to this man. That's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Nick, you could get it, but this man can't get it through a court order. The court is supposed to protect people. You're not supposed to be able to violate those. A lawful order. That's why I say that we're in a place of lawlessness to this day. We are. There is there is no and justice think, in this country. And, I, and, and and Joe, I think people are getting emboldened in these hospitals and, and, and in the cities everywhere. There's no accountability. There's nobody None. coming to get them. There's no they, accountability. They know, they, they, they know it and they're being emboldened. And people are scared. And we got to stop being scared. People that you, I've talked to so many people that know this and they're quiet. It's time to stand up. And that's part of what my fight with Disney is. As I'm asking people to join me, it's not just Disney, but this is, this is, this is a line in the sand that we could take a stand and we could start. 
And if we can change, change, you know, move the needle here, we can we can start around the country, and and we could all support each other. Um, we 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 set up a, a website, goofyvaccine.com. There's yeah, go to my to screen, Mister. That... Why talking? I keep going. Huh? Uh, yeah, uh, goofyvaccine.com. There's a call to action, uh, how you can fight back, uh, and that will send a, a blast email to the Disney leaders. Um, and then we're just trying to get the word out. It, you know, being on your show, we're, we're really blessed to be here. Uh, but this is more than just my job. This is more than just Disney. This is our country because if this mandate goes and they start these passports, uh, the freedoms that we have enjoyed, the freedoms that are slipping away, I, I just don't see how we stop it if we don't stop it now. Um, well, this, th and, there's so much people, to stop, Nick. There's so much to stop. There's so much yeah. to stop, but we have to we have to draw the line here. I mean, and yeah, and 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 I know the, I know this is this is this is this is a Goliath, and only with God's help, I really am a man of faith. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten into this battle if I thought it was just me. If I didn't if I didn't really know that God had my back and was leading me, and He put me in this position, and and these opportunities opened up, and Jesus was in my corner, no way I step out doing this. Yeah. Um, but but I really believe if, if we all if that's if we all rather than putting our hope, I, I think the people that got the vaccine that, you know, a lot of good people, they just believe this is the best way to go. They, they didn't really understand to look at a lot of things. I understand that. Um, but do you want to be getting a booster shot every six months, every five months, knowing what we know now with all this data coming out? Disney, their cast members that are that are getting COVID, they're fully vaccinated, getting COVID. They're ending up in the hospital. They're going home. They're spreading. They're, they're, we know now they spread COVID, so they get COVID. They spread COVID. What's the difference of having a, a yeah. vaccine? I don't, I don't understand. So, again, we are here with Nick Caterano, a cast member of Disney. Disney, almost um, out of time for this segment, but I want to ask you a different perspective of this. You've been a cast member at Disney for sixteen years. You obviously love your job. You're passionate about your job. You're good at your job. You wouldn't be at Disney for 16 years if, if you weren't good at your job. Given the, given the employment realities nowadays where people just don't want to work, they don't want to work. And, and when they do actually go to work, they don't show up to their job and businesses can't actually fire them because they can't afford to lose even a deadbeat employee. What is Disney going to do if all of a sudden really good employees like you just walk away? Can they afford to lose good employees like you? You know, Max, I, I think we saw at the Methodist Hospital where they lost 150 nurses and then they send out the SOS desperate. Um, I, I, I speculate that a lot of uh, a lot of these businesses that are going to force this force this mandate are going to have a lot more people walking away. Disney is pretty savvy. They, they have hired a bunch of people and they have them sitting in the wings ready to replace us, I think. Um, I, I know as servers, they're they're already hired and they're just waiting. Um, so they're you know they, it, you know it used to be there was a value for for quality people, um, and you saw that I've worked for a lot of corporations, um, but little by little, part of, of of whatever this new world is, they they they, they, they didn't care whether you were great, they didn't give you the opportunity, they wanted to make you as equal with with everybody, you know everybody's the valedictorian. So that you're easily replaceable and in doing that they have lowered the standards of value and they have lowered the standards of service so people are paying more and getting less and i'm not just saying disney i think this is across the board right you know and 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 
they, they, they kind of baked all this stuff in. Um, and I don't, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, the one thing I can say that I just want to just recognize is your faith in God. Thank like you. Faith, your faith in God will get you through. And that's coming from a person with great sacrifice. I have given up a tremendous amount in a fight, in this fight. And, and uh, you know, my fight started on the election integrity stuff, being a CEO of a tech company, stepping into this battle unwillingly. I mean, I didn't want to do it, but I believe that God gives you a path. You wake up, and I know it just ate at you. And you're finally like, I can't, I can't, I cannot remain silent. I, can't, I know that feeling that just eats at you. And then you finally step out, and you're like, all right, God, I, gotta, I have to trust that you're going to take me down this path. And whatever sacrifice that I have to go through in order to lead other people, it's worth it. So I know, I know that's what you're going through. I know. So I just want to tell you thank you because there's a lot of people out there that need you to step in the gap. They need you to do the things that you're doing. And you don't, you don't have a choice. You cannot give in because if you give in, everyone else gives in. And then we lose that one thing we have left, that one part of just having the ability to, to have this last freedom, the freedom just to choose, to, have your, to own your own body. It's, it's, it's a powerful statement that you're making. And it's a big thank sacrifice. You. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you. Well, Nick, and, uh, I, I want to I thank you for being here. Again, the website, if we can put it on my screen one more time, is goofyvaccine.com. Goofyvaccine.com. You can learn about Nick's appeal to Disney and help him fight back. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for, for coming yeah. on, Nick. And, and we'll definitely uh, we'll be check back in with you. We'll put you on the yeah. list to make sure that we have a conversation and check back in with you. But, uh, Listen, I'll be, I'll be praying for you, and I'm, I'm going to ask everyone out there to pray for you and to uh, go to your site and support you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys, and uh, it, it feels really good to be speaking up. It really does, and I encourage everybody else to do the same. It's, it's empowering, and it's, it, it creates freedom, right? It creates freedom, yeah. a sense of freedom, that you're truly free. All right, God bless yeah. you, Nick. You too. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. So that was Nick Caterano, cast member. They're not employees, they're cast members. It was interesting how he's talking about everyone, he want, how they want everyone to be equal. Now it doesn't matter if they lose a 16 year employee that have someone else in the wings. They, they, they want that uniformity, but they also, Disney also this year, passed new rules to allow their cast members to start having tattoos and piercings and for transgender cast members to start dressing as the opposite gender, something that obviously breaks the quote-unquote magic of yeah. Disney World. You know, I saw this coming a long time ago. You know, in college, I, I uh, um, waited tables um, for a place called the Rio Grande Cafe in Bethesda, Maryland, right? And this is a place where you had to wear a pressed white shirt, and you had to wear black pants, and uh, if, you showed up, if you tried to get dressed outside of it, outside of the restaurant, they would fire you. you they, they, I mean, the, the rules were so strict. If you came in 15 minutes before, if you tried to stick around 15 minutes after, if you wore your name badge when you went to another restaurant, if you didn't leave the premises immediately, the, the rules were set and they were, they were stringent. Well, I went in there, you know, a decade or so later and I couldn't believe, I looked around, you had to wear a tie, right? Always had to wear a tie. It was, your, your shirt had to be pressed. They examined you when you walked in. And I saw the fact that they had people that were just, it was terrible. The standards by which people operated in the restaurant were terrible, terrible. And it's gone downhill yeah. since then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 it is true. 
Um, so we're going to shift gears a little bit, and this is probably the first example of this two-hour separated um, format paying off. We had major news break and drop right as we were on the first hour, which we wouldn't have been able to get to. It is that Anthony Fauci is now undeniably proven to be a A perjurer. He lied under oath, lied under oath to Congress multiple times. Yes, Anthony Fauci, the NIH, did fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And also, something we didn't even know before, the Wuhan University Center for Animal Tests. That's what it's actually called. It's not animal testing. It's just called animal tests. The translation from Chinese doesn't work exactly into English. So I want to talk about this because we we knew he was lying. We knew that they had actually funded research. We didn't well, have let, the full let, grant. Let's just now say, we have the full grant. All right. Let's let's say we have the full grant and let's let's say that he they lied. Right. Let's say that's true. All of that's true. He lied. It's it's true. He lied. Yes. Now now let me ask you a question, Max. Mm-hmm. What happened to Comey? Well, he was fired. What he else? He hasn't been prosecuted because it's ah. his buddies. What happened to Hillary Clinton? What happened to well, Hunter Biden? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Hunter Biden. Doesn't what, make what a whole lot of sense. Right. But before, I mean, but before, but before we say it's hopeless, I guess the most fantastic segue ever. Ever going to tell everyone that we're running a fax blast today put pressure on Congress to pass two specific pieces of legislation, the FIRED Act and uh, another piece of legislation to specifically fire Anthony Fauci. Um, and we need your help to push it through. I mean, these are these are very simple bills. One would cut his salary to zero. The other one would make him term limited and forced out immediately. So the link is in our description. I Frankly, at this point, I don't care which one Congress picks. He's already been referred for prosecution um, by Rand Paul. Okay, that so what's going to happen to I mean, with What's this, happen to I can't, I can't imagine that doesn't go forward. But with this, Congress has the ability to remove him from the NIH immediately. And the way we'd force that vote is by you taking action, getting loud right now and demanding it. Because the last thing we can do is let them sweep this under the rug. And we're going to spend the next half an hour talking about what these new, um, what these new documents, yeah. these new grants so- say, because it is, is really damning. So, so we walk, we live in a world where a court order said that the hospital had to give something that would never have an adverse effect on a man. And they say, ah, nope, not approved for that. Nope, the FDA, FDA didn't approve it for it. So we're not going to give it to him. We're going to let the man die. Despite all of the public outpouring of what the drug is actually doing, nope, I, I want it absolutely 100%. Nope, can't give it to him. Court order. We're a place where Hunter Biden can go and, and bilk people for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, give money back to daddy, to pops, and nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into this. This is from The Intercept. Put it on my screen. The new thing that they posted, new details emerge about coronavirus research at Chinese Lab. More than 900 pages of materials related to U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China were released following a FOIA lawsuit by The Intercept, and they're hard-hitting, first of all. Let's just see if it's there. I've heard that it isn't. I'm doing a control F search, F-A-U-C-I. Fauci is nowhere in the article. (laughs) So just to show you, they have been dragged kicking and screaming to report on this story. They don't want to report on the story. And you can tell that they didn't mention Anthony Fauci or Fauci once in the entire article. 
But the findings are significant. They, they basically got two specific grants. The first one is this one. This is to the, um, this is to the Wuhan University Center for Animal Test, <laughs> which is crazy that that's the name in, in English. And then this one is probably the more important one. This is, this is actually to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And together, they're about 900 pages. And what they show you is a detailed look at how they did everything, the researchers did everything possible to skirt the ban on gain-of-function research. Everything possible to skirt the ban. Let's take my screen down and we're going to put up image four. Image four. We're just going to cut right to the chase. Maybe we'll get to the, the video of, of Rand Paul grilling Fauci earlier. This is from one of those documents where the NIH approves their grant. And this is aim, the two aims, the aims for this new research. For aim one, they're going to identify, characterize, and rank spillover risk of high zoonotic potential viruses from wildlife. The building of chimeric SARS-like bat coronaviruses will be based on the SHC-014 or the pangolin coronavirus molecular clones. And the building of chimeric MERS-CoV will be based on the HKU5 strain. Prior to further altering the mutant viruses, you must provide NIAID with a detailed description of the proposed alterations and supporting evidence for the anticipated phenotypic characteristics of each virus. Now, that's a lot. That's a big mouthful. It that's is. a big mouthful. What it means but is game of function. What that means is game that they are going to be altering, mutating, and creating new coronaviruses. And the terms of the grant say that before they cross that line into gain of function, they have to ask daddy's permission. They have to go to Anthony Fauci and the NIAID and get approval. Which, which means he knew. Which basically means we're going to pay for yeah. you to go all the way up to gain of function. And then you're going to promise that you didn't accidentally go further. You promise you didn't intentionally go further. But if we put up, let me, actually, let me, let me search real quick, make sure I have it. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh why isn't that pulling up? Uh, the definition of chimeric. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. The definition of chimeric in biology. It's a little cut off, but I'll read it. Relating to or denoting an organism containing a mixture of genetically different tissues formed by processes such as fusion of early embryos, grafting, or mutation. So a chimeric virus is a virus that never existed. A chimeric virus is a virus that was created in lab conditions. They created an organism that never existed in nature. So they are not just looking at viruses and, and seeing how they react, trying to figure out. They created new viruses. The way that Anthony Fauci has skirted this whole deal is because they changed the definition of gain of function. Gain of function used to just mean doing research like this that makes a virus more transmissible or deadly or make it able to cross species from a pangolin to a human. They changed the definition under Obama of gain of function. And the current definition is that you can't intend to create a, a, to do these alterations with the intent of making it more transmissible, making it more deadly, or making it able to jump species. So it, they're playing word games because they're, they're, you're still allowed to do the very same experimentation as you were before. You're just not allowed to say, I intend to create a super virus. So the ultimate question is, why would Anthony Fauci trust the Chinese to stop right before they create the super virus? Let, let or trust you, that they would pr protect us. Let me let me ask you a question, right? Sure. 
What's, what's the harm in just trying to figure out if we could have just given everyone ivermectin and saw if it would have returned us to, to normal life? Well, there's no harm, but I, I want to get through this because we don't have a ton of time. Um, there's no harm. There's no harm. And no one, like they, they, they talk about horse paste. I mean, no one's going to turn into a horse. There's, there's absolutely no harm. But there's tons of harm in this of sending your tax dollars, Joe. Your tax dollars yep. went to this. Your tax dollars created COVID-19. Everything going on right now, we paid for it. We paid for it. And they knew, they knew that this was going to be dangerous. Because if you go to image seven, if you go to image seven, they list the field safety protocols of what they're going to do in case they get bitten by a bat or in case, uh, or in case there's an outbreak inside the facility. So they know that there's a risk. And then if you put up image six instead, they also admit that they are creating a virus where there is no approved treatment to help people if they get sick. They are admitting that there is no approved treatment. And that the at the bottom P3CO research, they recognize that they're not allowed to do this. So once they hit that magic invisible barrier, they're forced to go to the NIH and get approval to continue modifying, altering, and mutating these viruses. It's, it's gain of function. It's just, it's, they, they it's just changed gain, the definition. It's gain of function and they, they can get away with it because we haven't stood up and said no. We haven't stood up and evicted these people and told them to get out. Life is just not that complicated, Max. Life is not that complicated, and the rules don't need to be as complicated as they made them, but they made them this complicated so they could trap people in places where they could take away their rights, treat them like slaves, and in this case, have clowns that are not going to be held accountable. That guy's a piece of trash. He's a leftist piece of trash who, frankly, has done everything he can to destroy everything that this country represents. He's responsible for it. He's responsible for all those people dying, and so is the CDC and the WHO. They're all responsible for it. And they, are, they have built this global environment where they're saying, hey, you need to do exactly what we tell you to do. And they have these yeah. bullies that are out there in the marketplace, and they're using corporations as proxies. And those proxies are then used to take away your rights and to force something down your throat to make you a slave. That's all they're doing. Otherwise, you lose the basic principles of free choice. And when you lose free choice, there's nothing left, people. There's nothing left. There's nothing you can tell me that you have to sacrifice or you, that you're willing or not willing to sacrifice. You've already sacrificed it. You've given up your life. You've given up your yeah. body. It no longer belongs to you. This morning, we talked about how the kids are being taken away from us and they're trying to teach them. Anyone over the age of 12? Hey, listen, th this is what you have to do in order to not tell your parents you're getting a vaccine. And by the way, here's a $100 gift card. And I hope it doesn't kill you. And under the age of 12, nope, they just send LGBT, MOPQ, M, whatever they are, teachers into the school to become activists, to put up pride flags everywhere. So heaven forbid you teach them English and science and math. No, 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 let's not do that. Let's talk about the fact that we want to accept everyone while you recruit kids to be gay. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. This is not accepting anyone. It's recruiting. I'm going to treat them more special. I'm going to make someone want to become a pansexual or a bisexual or a, or a Tyrannosaurus Rex sexual. These kids don't even care about sexual anything. Yet these teachers walk into the classroom and they shove it down these little kids' throat. And it doesn't get any better as you get older. They're conditioning these kids to be afraid and taking away well, all you. signs of God. In the meantime, look, we are at that place, man. We're at it. We're at the place where we evict all these people. I don't want to stop talking about it and be about it. Well, I'll tell you what you should be afraid of. You should be afraid of 
the NIH. If we go to image five, I want to just hammer home, and we can talk about other things once I hammer this home. This is how the ban on gain-of-function research is enforced, something we haven't been able to see yet, but now it's here from this FOIA uh, document. So they say no funds are provided and no funds can be used to support gain-of-function research right. under the October 17, 2014 White House announcement, yada, yada, yada. But then it was changed in 2016. Per the letter dated July 7th, 2016 to Mr. Alexei Chamora at the EcoHealth Alliance, should any MERS-like or SARS-like chimeras generated under this grant show evidence of enhanced virus growth greater than one log over the parental backbone strain, you must stop all experiments with these viruses and provide the NIAID program officer and grants management specialist and Wuhan Institute of Virology Institutional Biosafety Committee with the relevant data and information related to these unanticipated outcomes. Unanticipated outcomes. So just to show you, it, it's not a ban on the research that can cause this. It's not a ban on the research no. that can create super viruses that kill hundreds, hundreds of thousands, millions of people with no way to treat it. That's not the ban. The ban is if you accidentally do it, please stop. If you accidentally do it, please don't make more. If you accidentally do it, please run away and don't let it leak. So whether this was intentional or not, the grant was set up in a way to allow them to build super viruses. Come on. And the only mechanism is for them to stop on once they've already done it. How can we sit here I'm and just, say it's I'm, not on purpose? When, they, I'm just when they're taking away basic drugs that, that save people's lives. I I'm won't give them the benefit of the doubt. I have no, I have no ability to get them the benefit different. of the doubt. This is different. This is different. The Wuhan Institute of Virology isn't taking away ivermectin. The Wuhan Institute of Virology got paid by us to create superbugs. They got paid by us to create superbugs, and the idiots at the NIH didn't stop them and instead said, once you create oh, the superbugs, please stop. Come on, stop it. Please stop. 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 What, are, what are you even talking about? What, We're talking about two different they things. Didn't, so this, none of this was planned. This is all just by accident. What, it just happened. I, I, I'm, I'm taking what I can see from this, and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to t oh. give them the easiest benefit of the doubt because I don't like the idea of, of people deliberately killing millions of people. That is a really terrible feeling it's it's entirely possible at this point maybe even probable but for my own sanity i'm going to presume that this was accidental i'm gonna presume it and what's idiotic yeah. is this allows and encourages it it encourages the creation yeah. of super viruses anthony yeah. fauci said that isn't true he lied yeah he lied he lied and they all lie they're all a bunch of liars yeah, the, I mean, it's just we're we're dealing with just a whole sociopathic group of people that would literally lie to you. They'd make you question your sanity because they're running around saying, "I didn't do it. I 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 didn't do it." Here's what they did do: they lied every time. They're a bunch of liars. They are pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. These are the liars of our society. I don't know. I can't make it any clearer. They lie about everything. They lie when the when they don't have to lie. They lie about small things, big things, little things. It doesn't matter. It's just they lie about everything, and we just let it happen. And then we put people in position of power and say, ah, that's okay, but let's attack him. Ah, I know that it saved all those people, but let's not give them the drug. Ah, I know that there are criminals coming across the border, but ah, there's that one little kid. we got to save that child as we kill other Americans. Pay your taxes. We're going to spend it wherever we want. Get back slave into what you're doing. Just replace it, slave. Only, by the way, you could take entire articles, this was done, entire articles, 
that were written about vaccinated and unvaccinated, of the things you don't get, replace it with black and white, and it shows you what they're trying to do in our country. These people are smart. They're evil, evil, smart people. So all this news with Fauci, he knew all this. Yeah. He knew that they were funding this. He did. He made a choice to lie. He made a choice to lie under oath before Congress, not once, but on two separate occasions, yeah. multiple lies on, e on each occasion. But it, it, it brings new meaning to the video of Fauci's handshaking. I want to play that again in case you forget when Rand Paul was grilling Fauci and accusing him of funding the creation of SARS-CoV-19. COVID this is what Anthony Fauci's hand was doing. Let's play cut number two. So hand of a man who understands that he caused this. The words are of a man who is going to do anything he can to hold on to his power, even if it means lying, even if it means covering up the way the pandemic really started. It, it, it's disgusting. So again, mention, mentioning again, we're running a fax blast today. There's two bills, two bills that will take out Anthony Fauci. One cuts his salary to zero. The other one term limits him immediately because he's been in office so long. I don't care which one they pass. At this point, I don't care. Hold a debate on both of them and see which one has more support and pass that one. But they got to pass it. And the only way we're going to force a vote is by everyone getting loud and demanding it. There's so again, no join ethics. our fax blast today. Link is in the description. There's no ethics. It doesn't matter what conversation we have. There's no ethics. There's none. There's zero ethics. Zero, zero ethics. We're not dealing with an ethical group of people. We're just not. We're dealing with people that have no accountability, can do whatever they want, act with impunity, and they're, I mean, up into point of killing Americans. It used to be that you had ethics. It used to be that there was integrity in what we did, that every life did matter. But they said two weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks turned into a year and yeah. a half of enslaving every one of us. And you want to say, well, ah, they didn't know. They knew. They knew every bit of what they're doing right now. They knew. And they did it anyway because we don't matter. We are in a place where yeah. we don't matter. Yeah. So we were going to dive into all of these, all like, but it's, it's scientific language. It's confusing. I don't even understand it. The biggest takeaway from this is that they gave money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology so that they could create chimeric SARS viruses, chimeric coronaviruses, chimeric meaning something that doesn't exist in nature. It was made in a lab. It's, it's one of a kind because it, it, it's just man-made. So they were creating man-made coronaviruses and then fingers crossed hoping that they didn't create a super virus. That is the level of safeguards and securities that Anthony Fauci put into place. And then he hides behind the new definition of COVID-19, hoping that that will protect him. Right. It shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. I, I, it, re it really, really shouldn't. And just to hammer the issue home again, Ms. Bruce put up my screen, 18 USC section 1621, perjury generally, having taken an oath before a competent tri tribunal, let me move it over so people can see it, uh, tribunal or, or officer or person, um, that he will testify, declare, depose, and certify truly, or that any written testimony, declaration, deposition, or certificate of him subscribed is true, willfully and contrary to such oath states, or subscribes any material matter which he does not believe to be true, he can be imprisoned for not more than five years, fined, or both. So that is the penalty for what Anthony Fauci did 
five years in prison, a fine, or both. Listen, you got to hold them accountable, if only for the fact that you can't just have people testifying before Congress and lying. They, they, should, they should prosecute every perjurer. Otherwise, people are going to keep lying before Congress. He really should be brought up on murder charges. He really should be brought up on assault charges. He really should be brought up on uh, abuse of power, right? <laughs> like violation of oath under color of law, like deprivation of rights under color of law. That's what he should be brought up on, going out there and using his power to advocate the erosion of Americans' rights and liberties. That's what he should be brought up on. I don't, I don't know if there is a prosecutor in Washington, D.C. who will do that, but they have him dead to rights on perjury, on perjury generally. Yeah, but that's not the, but that's not the point. The point is is not how do I get somebody to prosecute him for perjury? It's how do we stop how do we prosecute people for murder? Because people in this country have been murdered. How do we hold China responsible? You know, somebody sent us an article Max or not an article but a letter to us to Conservative Daily. And um, I thought it was interesting. It was written by someone that's in China, right? It says if you consume CNN and BBC's coverage of China. I'm sure you are under the impression that China is a really screwed up country. The West has a very biased view of China. China's rise is bad for us? Question. Is our system superior? What is good for the West government is definitely good for Wall Street and the bankers, but not necessarily good for the people. China has a lot to offer to the average guy in the West. Do you have a business? Consider selling to China. Do you want an incredible life experience that no, like no other? Perhaps you can relocate to China. What is China really like? We should share some YouTube videos of Westerners living in China. Check the videos out, and perhaps it will change your view of China. Or perhaps you can visit China and seek out new opportunities there. <laughs> the most shocking street reactions of foreigners living in China. This is written by someone in China that wants me to go check out China. I don't think I'm on the list of China's most important or favorite people. Now, I'm not saying that the people in China are bad people. Matter of fact, one of my closest friends is married to someone who's from China, and she is amazing. And their kids are amazing. And her family's amazing. And her mom is amazing. So I, do I think that there are a billion Chinese people running around trying to figure out how to screw up America? No, I don't. I believe that we have a genocidal, just sociopathic group of people that are in positions of power and authority that are making decisions on what countries stay and what countries fall, what people are in power, what people aren't in power. And they just act with impunity and do what they want. The rules that they have are different than the rules we live by. And does that include what's happening in China? Probably. Probably. You don't get to that place without it. And Trump was an outsider. He was outside of that. He was an anomaly where people started to recognize in this country that they are up against something that they can't describe. They can't put their finger on it, but they know it's there. It's this heavy weight that sits on their shoulder, that everywhere they grow, go, there's a camera watching them. There's somebody that's trying to stop them from going five miles over the speed limit. That somebody in the school is messing with their kids, that, the, that we're, we have this this demon coming up that's selling drugs on the streets and creating this environment where kids are being prostituted. These are all the things that are happening right under our noses, and we can feel it, but we can't necessarily touch it or grab it. That is what has happened in our country, and that is why people are waking up to the, the idea that, hey, listen, we're in a bad place right now as a country. is because they're starting to be able to hold on to it to actually grasp what they're doing in our schools, grasp what they're doing to our churches, watching our pastors, which some of them are just devils, are running out there and doing the bidding of this tyrannical government that's trying to hurt us and kill us. So do I think China's the problem? No, I don't. I think the evil of our country, the leadership in our country has sold us down the river collectively. They have built their cabal. They have built their 
They're, they're massive holdings. And we, we are the slaves. We are the pawns. 13 Americans were pawns in Afghanistan while this illegitimate regime that they have in the White House went on vacation. I can't, I can't, I can't even fathom the idea that any of this is anything that we should be going through as a country. But we go through it because we have weak and effectual leadership. We just had someone that came on, Nick, that said, it feels good speaking up. You want to know why? Because when you're under a rock, you don't even know that you have lungs. You don't even know you can yell. And he's finally yelling. And it feels great. It feels good to yell. It does. It does. Well, amazing. This hour has already flown by. The two separate hour format goes very, very quickly. But I want to end on a little bit of good news. If we go to my screen, Mr. Producer, in the state of Texas, they have now passed new election integrity laws. Among the new parts of this law, it ensures that every eligible voter gets to vote. It adds more hours to vote, makes it harder for fraudulent votes to be cast. And I think most importantly, it makes ballot harvesting a third degree felony. So if you cast a ballot on behalf of someone else, it's no longer a misdemeanor. It is now a felony major, major prison time. So it's going to be, it just became a lot harder for the Democrats to steal elections in Texas. No, it didn't. It's like window dressing. You're, you're a downer today. I am a downer. I'm a downer downer because I just got told that a guy died because they wouldn't give him ivermectin. That somebody sat up there like a king and said, Hey, look, I don't care if your dad dies. I don't care if he served this country. These clowns that sit in these hospitals. Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. And I got a deposition tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just trying to leave on, on an up note. It is uh, it's much harder to steal an election in Texas now than it was no, yesterday. I don't think it is, but that's okay. I mean, I well, think that they'll is. find Definitely a way around sure. it. They'll find a way around no, it. Sure, I'm sure. Until you get rid of the election systems and until you get rid of the machines, there is no safe election. There's no safe election with the machine. There isn't. There's no safe election if you have a voting machine. There's none. Yeah. Because you can yeah, cheat the system. Well, well I mean, we, we've seen the ballot harvesters get caught in Texas. And it, it is going to matter. Making it a felony as opposed to a misdemeanor. It, it's going to be harder to convince people to commit a felony for work. Yeah. And, and you see, and Texas actually process, prosecutes them. So, In some areas, not well, in Austin. There was those three people that were harvesting ballots in Austin, Texas. And guess what they did not do? They did not prosecute those people. Let them go. Well, now it is a, is a felony under state law, so it's going to be harder for people to, to sweep that under the rug. We'll, well we, we got to end this before Debbie Downer Joe. Uh, listen, I, <laughs> I, I 100% <laughs> believe that God is at the wheel, right? I do, 100%. But I, I just I want us to, to stop stop feeling like somewhere along the line that it's going to solve itself for us. we got to have patience, and we got to act with stamina. And we got to continue to fight against all these things on every front and just say no, 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 no. Stop putting your kids in private public school. Quit. And do I think it's going to get down to not paying taxes and not being a slave? Yeah, I do. I think it's going to get there. I really, really do. Well, I want to apologize to Aria, Michelle. I did not just mean to mute you for five minutes on DLive. (laughs) It is too easy to accidentally ban people, mute people, or make people moderators on DLive. One click of the mouse accidentally did. So I'm sorry, Aria for muting you for five minutes. I promise that I won't do it again. You didn't do anything wrong. Wow. It's just, that that was a mistake. I didn't mean to. I just grabbed my mouse and it double clicked. Aria, send him a nice email and say, what a jerk. Yeah. Everybody come on. I mean, I've accidentally, I've actually made people moderators before and had to like go back and frantically unmake them moderators. So I apologize. It was not intentional. It was not intentional. Well, not decided randomly based on my 
random mouse clicks. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be a fun day. I get to go sit and sit for a deposition. So that'll be really fun. I'm looking forward to it, actually. It's freeing to actually talk about what has happened. It really is. Even though you're yeah. talking to people that aren't honorable people. That's okay. Yeah. You still get to talk. AZ, AZ Patriot says that me being on the right side is what's messing things up. That could be true. AZ Patriot. That could be very true. Um, yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, please do subscribe to the audio version. Very, very important that you do it. Um, we're trying to rise up in the rankings in Apple Podcasts, and we're doing it, but we need you to help subscribe. So if you have an iPhone, um, a MacBook, an, an iPad, go over and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Link is in the description. And give us a five-star review. It's very, very important. Even if you've already given us a review, I think you might be able to give us another review. But give us a five-star review. It can't be four. Four will branch down. Five is what we need. And then also, if you don't have uh, an Apple product, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Podbean. We now go live from 11 a.m. for one hour and 7 p.m. for one hour Eastern time. Eastern time. So make sure you check that out. We've separated the show into two hours, morning and evening. And it was, it was worthwhile today because we were able to talk about something we wouldn't have been able to because it wasn't quite breaking yet. Um, but yeah, so make sure you, you subscribe to all the places that you watch us. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. As always, my name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman, and God is at the wheel, and we do win, and God wins. And remember, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.